This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Al and Jerry are here with more sports news and other stories that they couldn't get to during the morning show. Here we go! It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go on the podcast on a Thursday. Al freaking Dukes. Oh, hi there, Jerry. What is up? Jerry, I was just spending, I uh, was a little late getting in here. My apologies. I was listening to a lot of uh, inappropriate audio that has been on WFAN over the many years that the radio station has been in existence. Yes. Where, ho- where hosts have said uh, things they shouldn't have said, dumb things, uh, bad timing with sound effects, uh, bad timing with uh, update things. Yes. A lot of my eyes are tearing out there. A lot of stuff happens when radio is live. Yes. A caller telling uh, you their uh, their mother or father died and a host laughing. I mean, there's just lots of stuff out there, Jerry. Right. That part was unfortunate. That did not work out uh, the, in the best way. No. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, so I kind of got lost That in is there. the type of thing, and it's happened many times, not often, but when it happens, you'll end up with a crowd around a desk, and you could literally sit there for two hours just listening to yes. clips. Because and yeah, everyone has their favorites. Of course, so like you got oh, to play, play this one. You got to play the Tony Page when this caller said this to him or something. Did I describe on the show this morning the Ann Ligori unfortunate one? Properly, that was very unfortunate. Where Ann was uh, reporting uh, the what was his name again, Jerry? Jason Williams was Jason the player Williams. on the Nets who shot Costas Christafia, the limo driver, by right. accident. And as she was uh, breaking the news, the computer uh, started to play a pop-up ad. That was a gunshot. Right. I mean, you could not well, at least have sounded like a gunshot. You could not have timed it better. Yeah. For a more awkward situation. Yep. <clears throat> and you're bouncing baseballs all over the studio. I told Gio maybe we make that a feature on the uh, on the morning show where we just play one of those unfortunate things every day <laughs> till we get through all of them. The fan passed. Yeah, because unfortunate like, happenings. Yeah, when the fan. Faniversary was last year. We played all the good audio. Yes, we didn't do the bad audio. We should do this year, Faniversary, all the awkward audio. Yes, poor Minko, too. Some of them are just... Yeah, you are dropping baseballs all over the place, Minko Jerry. Minko really... I mean, you feel bad for him when he loses his voice. Yes. I mean, it's just... There's nothing you can do about it except just feel for him. I'm going to see if uh, if Greg will incorporate that into the morning I'm show. sure he would love to. Yeah. We just got to get Boomer to... Allow that to go as well. <laughs> uh, Jerry, uh, many, many, many alert Twitter followers and podcast listeners sent this to us in hopes that we would discuss it. Our favorite uh, people who do studies, Pornhub, says traffic went limp, as they say. This is what the <laughs> Ad Week article says. The headline, Pornhub says traffic went limp during missile scare in Hawaii then surged when there was relief 
that there was no missiles heading for Hawaii. So how do you think that works? So you're on, you're on the computer, and you're looking at that. You're watching pornography. And all of a sudden, either you're watching it on your phone or on your computer, and then an alert pops up on your phone that says, ballistic missile attack pending or imminent. This is not a drill. Right. Do you go limp yourself immediately? Yes. I would think and so. And then just turn off the computer and then yes. do what? You run outside no, screaming? You, you turn on the news. I would, me, I would turn on the news. Got it. And then when there's relief that there is no missile headed for your state. You go find more relief. You say, huh, I need to relax with some pornography. I imagine that's what happened. It surged 48% after all clear with the missiles. Got it. It and went new missiles were launched. It went down seventy seven percent. Oh, down hundred percent when they felt. <laughs> which means there were some people I, still on there. I'd like to find the people that said, "F it, let's just continue watching." Yeah, yeah, I did get the alert, but I figured it probably takes a while for a missile to get here. Thank God, that chick was hot. Yeah, so I'm glad many people sent that to us, Jerry. The missile alert. I do like when we get the. And the tweets or the emails from from listeners. I think that's awesome. Me too. And I love when it's uh, consistent where, like, the same story just keeps being sent to us. Anything with a sex robot gets sent to us yes. immediately. Yeah, pretty much. Well, you ended the show with that today. Uh, the sex robot, yes. <clears throat> what do I have here, Jerry? Uh, let me give you this story because I almost fell for this. Okay. A fake Twitter account posing as... 20-year-old Florida lottery winner Shane Missler Mm -hmm. uh, was telling people that if they retweeted his tweet and followed his Twitter account, the first, uh, uh, how many people, the first 50,000 people that did so, he would give $5,000 to because he had won $451 million. And so what, Adam, 2.5 million or 25 million? That I couldn't do the math on. Oh, come on. (laughs) So, yeah, he won $451 million. There was a Twitter account out there. He said, hey, I'm the guy who won the lottery. All right, give me the number again. $451 million is a lot of money. I'm going to give $5,000 to the first 50,000 followers. Oh, 50,000, wow. To like or retweet this post. That's $250 million. More than 50,000 people had retweeted the post, and it had received more than 60,000 likes. But it and was they're not fake. getting their money. I saw it because this uh, web, this uh, Twitter account like I follow, uh, TV sports ratings or sports TV mm-hmm. ratings is a Twitter account that I follow. They're always putting out information about sports TV ratings, which right. I'm always interested in. That guy had retweeted it, and I was like, hmm. And I looked; it didn't have fifty thousand retweets yet. So I said, I should get in on this. Did you retweet it? I didn't because I I actually thought if I retweet this. Everyone's going to yell at me, call me a loser right. or something. But I kept thinking about it as the day went on. And now I'm actually relieved to, to see that was a fake thing. So you actually never decided not to do it because you realized it was phony. No, I did not realize it was phony. I didn't do it because I thought even for $5,000 that people would just relentlessly call me not a loser. And then tell me it's fake and all that stuff. And right. it did not seem worth it to me. And you were right. And I was correct. Yeah. So he, the real guy, the real Shane Missler, uh, said that there was a fake account out there. And I ain't giving you my money. And I'm not giving you my cash. 
All right, Jerry. A man in Bloomfield, Connecticut. Bloomfield sounds like Illinois, but Bloomfield, Connecticut. I don't think I've ever been there. Bloomfield, Connecticut? No. I don't think you want to go there. I've not. Okay. Uh, He was sent to prison for biting off a chunk of his wife's nose. He's going to spend more than six years in prison following his sentence this past Tuesday. How do you do? Honestly, how do you do that? 55 years old. 55? He bit her nose, a chunk of her nose off, in their Bloomfield home in August of 2015. What was the scuffle about? She now wants nothing to do with the man, as you might imagine, Jerry. Yes, of course. He stalked and harassed her and threatened her during their marriage. Oh, my God. But every day, Jerry, when you look in that mirror, you see a chunk of your nose off will always remind you of him. The man who's going to prison, the 55-year-old Rodwell Clay, says he still loves his wife. Get out. Still considers her his wife even though they are divorced, Jerry. Oh, she's the ex-wife anyway. He apologized after his attorney told him that would be a good idea. (laughs) He had a lack of remorse, according to the lead prosecutor, which made him guilty. You follow? Yes. So he went to jail. He went to jail, going to jail for six and a half years. Damn. It doesn't say what happened or why. It does not say in this article what prompted the argument that led to the nose biting. People are just... I would think at 55 years years old, you'd be kind of past that. It doesn't... You know what, Al? I don't think you're... It's funny. When I was a kid, you always looked to, like, your parents or... Role models, Jerry. Okay. Uh, Adults. I would say. And you always thought they were beyond certain things. Yes. And now as I am now, which I cannot believe, approaching 44, and you're approaching 48? Uh, Well, I am 48. You are? Yeah. You old prick. All right, approaching 49. Well, I I was just 48 in September. I ain't approaching nothing. Well, that's four months ago. You're approaching 49. Mm. So whatever. As 44, you're 48. Like, we're that age now that I used to look to and think people were beyond all petty nonsense. When we're not. And you're not. Yeah. And, you know, part of that, I guess, is I don't feel like I'm 40. I still feel like I'm 17. Right. But it is weird. As you get older, you always sit there and say, well, is that stuff ever going to, like, not bother me? I could be 70 and certain things will still bother me if I make it to 70. Do you think it's the... So just because he's 55 doesn't mean he's matured into anything other than a jackass. Do you think it's the jobs we have that keep us young and immature, Jerry? I think it's the jobs we have absolutely part of it because we do we laugh a lot. Right. And I think that's a big deal. Um, I think this might come across badly, but I don't mean it to be. I think we have, compared to others, very stressless jobs. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not doctors trying to save lives. We're not air traffic controllers. We are not truck drivers that might work or drive 18 hours a day. Um, we're not cops. It's not. We're not in the military. It's nothing serious. It's fun. And so I think that's part of it. I also think the time that we're getting older with nutrition being better, I mean, I certainly still eat like crap a lot of the time, but most of the time I eat good. When we grew up, it was TV dinners. I mean, think about some of the dinners that our moms used to make us. We and had French fries every meal in made with that fryer that kept the same oil that 
Think of that. That congealed every night, and then you would heat it up the next day and make more fries. How do you think your body would respond if you did that for the next five days? I don't think that would go well for me. You'd you'd spend five days in the crapper. Yeah. I mean, you really would struggle. So I think there's a lot to it. I think it's the the jobs we have, the fun we have, and the fact that we our nutrition's better. You do not look like a guy near 50. I'm sorry you. you don't. I don't feel like it, Jerry. No, neither do I. You're in better shape. I'm telling you, you're in better shape than a lot of 15-year-olds. Is that right? Is I'd like to said. compete against some 15-year-olds in something. Hey, look at me. Jerry interrupted. Okay. Let's uh, lift Blah. weights. I like to lift weights against 15-year-olds. That's a little bit of a misnomer. You only do it twice a week. The lifting of the weights? Yeah. And I haven't I, done really it in... That's really disappointing. I thought you did it five days no. a week. I'm like, and I'm five and a half weeks out that I haven't lifted a single weight. Because of my hernia surgery, I can get back to the gym on Tuesday. So Tuesday, when you go to do your first curls, what's the weight? 15 pounds. Excuse me? 15 pounds in each uh, hand. 15 pounds? 15 for my first weights, Jerry? Yes. Is that good or bad? What do you think? I'm curling 45 pounds? You wear your little Jack LaLanne shorts, too, when you do it? No, luckily, no one's ever in there. Still, huh? Yeah, it's great. I got to start working out there with you. Although I told you, I think uh, when I start my being able to exercise again next Tuesday, that I think I'm going to start the 100 push-up challenge. I want to. I want to do that with you. All right. You only do it twice a week, though. No, no, you do it three times a week. There, it's a program. I'm going to follow the program. I would like to try because I honestly don't believe I can do that. Okay. I don't think I'll ever get to 100. And then that, well, like I said, Jerry, when we do get to that, and we will if we keep up with it, we'll bait Boomer into a bet that we can't. That, well, I could do 100 push-ups easily right, here. Right, right, right. I like that idea. And they go, you ain't doing 100 push-ups. Oh, yes, I can. I'm in. I mean, I honestly, listen, I did 30. I told you I did. I, I tried it just randomly last week. Okay. And I did 37. And I, I mean, I could have done a couple more, but that was it. I was, my arms were burnt out. Well, you're going to be doing 100 soon. Yeah, boy, I just don't see it, Al. I hope you're right. I, I don't see it. I am right. This is a great idea in technology. And of course, it's coming from Japan. They're always, they always dominate us technology-wise, Jerry. And, th- and they're doing this with trains. I'm hoping to bring this technology to America for automobiles. A Japanese train developer has developed a technology that the train, as it's going down the tracks, barks and snorts to scare off deer. The trains mimic barking sounds from dogs and snorting sounds from deer. Why don't just run them over? Run the deer over, Jerry? Plow right through that. <laughs> you would think a train could hit a deer with no problem. Although we've seen... Yes, geese, a train? But we've seen geese take down airliners. All right, th- hold on, dude. The geese takes down the airliner because it gets into the engine. Right. A train... Plowing over a deer? They wouldn't even know they hit a deer. No. They'd be like, ooh, what was that bump? Well, maybe they're doing it to not be killing deer, Jerry. You ever think of that? Maybe this is a pro-animal well, person. I know. I was it in Poland or Switzerland? I forget where. In December, there was a reindeer mauling because a train took out, I want to say, over a dozen reindeer. Really? Yes. So, yes, they do hit these things. Well... Got to control the population, right? Right. The deer population. The test for these uh, these trains conducted three second blarings of deer snorts and twenty seconds 
of dogs barking. This, I, again, I'm going to sound like a jackass, but what or, the hell? Or, 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 or. This is what I, I find this funny. Not the first part. What I'm going to say. Got it. The whole idea that money was put into something like this. Mm-hmm. You have people that don't have homes. Right. That don't know where their next meal is coming from. It is a legit problem in the year 2018. How much money do you think was put to research to make a train sound like a dog? It does not say here, Jerry. I mean, come on. And deer snorts. I mean, I'm not telling anybody to spend their money, but Christ. I would see those things like if you go to like Target or the Walgreens and you go down the automotive aisle where they keep like armor all and quarts of oil, they will, you will occasionally see the things that you're supposed to mount on your car uh, to keep deer away, which is supposed to emit a high pitched sound that only the deer can hear. Right. That's got to be total crap. I don't buy it. Or this train would be filled with those things. Right. Exactly. Why are we spending resources on this? Right. I have a weird question I want to end All right, the podcast Jerry. with because our listeners are very good. They get back to us. They are very good. So my my boys are 13 and 7 going on 8. Got it. So I've got a lot of toys in the house. You do. From that's good anywhere ages 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Even the 7, even my little guy doesn't really play with those things anymore. The, the, okay. The, the, I was wondering, instead of just throwing stuff out yes. or just donating it to where someone's going to sell it, are there orphanages around orphanages. that like I could drop off a box of toys or because the stuff's open, they wouldn't even accept it? Do you know the answer to that? Um, I don't know the answer to so that. I always think about the poor kids that are, and I don't even know if there are orphanages around. Like, I don't know of any. Yes. But I've got to think there are some in New Jersey and New York that could use maybe brighten up a kid's day. Right. Is that possible? That's possible. If you're out there and you know the answer to this, could you do me a favor? Hit me up on Twitter and let me know, because I really would like to box up some toys. Why don't you do this, Jerry? Google orphanages. I have. I don't see anything that comes up, though. Oh, that that does remind me of something. I did a good deed, and I never got credit for it because we weren't doing the podcast. But I'd like to take, I'd like to tell you. like your full credit now. I'd like to tell you what I did, uh, get credit for it, uh, because it's something similar to what you're looking to do. Okay. So Christmas Eve, Jerry, uh, Gina had invited her uh, cousins over for Christmas Eve dinner. We were going to go to my parents, uh, my sister's house on Christmas Day. Right. So for Christmas Eve, Gina wanted to cook. All right, yeah. So she cooked all of these um, chicken cutlet, Jerry. Nice. She cooked a, a pudding pie. Mm, yum. Potatoes and vegetables. Must have loved it, right? Quite a spread. And we were waiting and waiting for her cousins to arrive, and they were 45 minutes late. I said, why don't you call your cousins and see where they are? Which she did, and they said, well, we're at home. Oh, boy. She said, well, when are you leaving to come to dinner? They said, you said Christmas Day. Oh, oh no. So here we were, Jerry, with all this extra food. What's a guy like me who does good for people think to do? I Googled shelters or something. <laughs> Is that, and now when you, you use Google, was it shelters or something? I Googled. Soup kitchens? Yes, yes, that's what I Googled, soup kitchens. You're welcome. And I dialed around. I did soup kitchens Asbury Park because we, we were near there. And as I dialed around, I was waiting. No one was picking up. I just kept getting answering machines. It was Christmas Eve. Exactly, Jerry. It was, in fact, Christmas Eve. But I found one place. And a gentleman answered the phone, and I I said, do you accept food donations? He said, we do. I said, home cooked by strangers? 
He said, yes, we will take that. I explained the situation, uh, what uh, Gina had done, uh, cooked on the wrong day. And uh, <laughs> the guy said, come by here, uh, the red door, ring the bell, I'll come get it, it will go to good use. So we did that, Jerry. And I, I feel like I didn't really get credit for that because we weren't here for me to tell everyone. Did you ever know that you're their hero? Bro. Well, you're special. Anything I would rather be. Uh, I don't know anything beyond that line, but good for you. I was surprised they didn't ask for, uh, you ID. know, an address to send a thank you note. But it was oh, dude, the you thought. Are something special. That counted in that Can't situation. Can't you ever do a selfless thing? Oh, you guys not. <laughs> I tried to work it into so many conversations at you just Christmas. just never was able to do it. Yeah, I kind of worked it in. Uh I think maybe at the dinner we all went to. I think oh, I tried. Okay. To, I don't remember you I telling tried, me that story. Uh, mm. You told the story of the cousins not showing up. Okay. You did not oh. let us know that you donated the food. Correct. Because I I was gonna go down that road and it didn't feel right. And the, when we got home from the dinner, Gina said, "I noticed." She goes, "I'm very proud of you. You didn't take credit for donating the food. You stopped at me just cooking the food." I said, "That's right. I'm." maturing because you're almost 55 but a month later i felt like i had to get it out there jerry uh the warm-up show is next who deserves credit for that one the warm-up show yeah uh well me and you did it oh we did it. i've been doing this now for five hours yeah you've uh, done a lot today been fun yeah uh boomers back tomorrow tony romo will join us on the telephone yeah not as much fun if he was here though you would get a photo with roma yes you would i would what about this? A picture of you holding the phone? <laughs> no, I don't think so. You okay. don't. <laughs> Just throwing it out there. All right, I got to go. Uh, okay, warm up next. See you. Good morning, campers. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products. The only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. Use it on your roof already. A well, very good Thursday morning to you. This portion sponsored by the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer, Al Dukes. Oh, what hi, do you Jerry. Say, sir? Oh, hi. That's what I say. A boomer's out today. He's in Minnesota. Yes. Uh, you will be doing the show with Geo. This is what I'm told. That's what you're told. So you've got four hours ahead of you, Jerry. And 15 minutes. And 15 minutes, and then the post game podcast. But big news out of. Uh, the New England area. Big news. This was big this news is a to sham. me. Not a sham. Sham. Tom Brady, his throwing hand was injured yesterday. Right. Sham. When a teammate ran into it and jammed it. Sham. So much so, Jerry, that an x-ray was required. Sham. There is no structural damage. No. But I do find it interesting that they've not named which teammate Injured the golden boy. Well, just you'll figure it out today when he gets cut. <laughs> <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> Any chance was Brian Hoyer running out there? I don't think it was Brian with Hoyer. With his head down, smashing his helmet right into Tom Brady's hand? I don't hand. think so. No, I don't think so. You know that guy got a scolding, whoever it was, that ran into Tom Brady's hand. He's fine. X-rays are negative. He's fine. This is Bill Belichick playing head games with the Jack Jacksonville Jaguars. Come on, stop. This is not like the guy from the Bulls. Did you see the video of the guy from the Bulls last night that fell? And I we used the phrase, he fell on his face. 
he fell flat on his face off a dunk, and he went teeth first into the court to where the announcer said he dislocated his teeth. I've never heard of such a thing. A teeth dislocation? A teeth dislocation. All right. He broke it. Chris Dunnan is his name, I believe. If you haven't seen it, give yourself three minutes to check out the video. Well, this is a similar situation, Jerry. Tom Brady's hand got jammed. <laughs> it's not the same thing. When it hit the helmet. Now, here's the difference. Tom Brady is going to go and play Sunday, and he's going to play like Tom Brady. I don't know if they'll win or not, but he'll be fine. Chris Dunn broke his face. All right. But you know the way I approach things, Jerry, as a... Uh, if, 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 if I were in a game and I was on the Jaguars... You'd go right for the hand. Exactly. WWE wrestling style. Right. When you know there's an injury, Tom Brady's hand in this case, you work it. Right. When you knock Brady down on your way up, you you put pressure on his throwing hand to lift yourself off the turf. <laughs> if your spike happens to step on it, Boy, things you are happen in some dirty sob. And because Brady does that thing, which is so annoying, which you which know, which is what. No one wants. Everyone goes. Oh, would you hit Brady? He gets. He shakes and rattles, and you can rattle him. But meanwhile, every third and short or fourth and short, he's head first diving in that line. Likes the quarterback sneak. I would if I was the Jaguars defensive coordinator. Don't know who that is. Regardless, Jerry, I'd be like the first time Tom Brady goes into our line for one of his third and inches. You grab that hand and you twist, <laughs> twist it, and get his ass out of the game. Get him out of the game. I, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, if he really hurt his hand, yeah. he will not be doing quarterback sneaks this weekend. He should show up in practice today, <laughs> like with a, a club. K- yeah, <laughs> Jayco JPP, the JPP club. That would be awesome. That was like Joe B yesterday. The poor guy's got the gout. And he said his hand was like a club. He couldn't move his hand. It was like a claw. The gout is, uh, swells your extremities, I believe. Yeah, he's really struggling. Although he came in yesterday. Joe B is. So you give him credit for that. Uh, yes. So that's how Tom Brady should show up. Yes. Wrap the hand. Wrap look the like hand. Jason Pierre-Paul mm-hmm. when he wraps it for game day. Right. And then really throw the Jaguars for a loop. That would throw everybody for a loop. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. tweeted out yesterday, Jerry, uh, that he's working out. First of all, people are making a big deal. They're like... Odell Beckham's already working out for next well, season. What else is he supposed to be doing? By the way, he I thought should the, be working out. I thought these guys worked out all year they round. They do. They do. So, again, Jerry, I'm not a gym expert by any means. Right, you go 20 minutes a day, twice a week. <laughs> is that all? Twice a week? I try for three. I always go twice. Regardless, Jerry, I watch the video oh. of this workout. Terrible form on some of these things. Ever be in the Are you really going to criticize what Beckham is doing in the gym? Have you been? Did you the... look at yourself and then look at him? Have you been to the gym sometimes and you see guys completely using the equipment the incorrectly? Uh, I haven't been to a gym in a long time. Like that uh, that pull down that you put behind your head to your shoulders, mm-hmm. and you'll see guys in there like this, <laughs> right? And you go, that guy, that's not what you do. Slow and controlled, my friend. Exactly. Form first. Which was yeah. not what Odell Beckham Jr. was doing. He was doing uh, chest presses with dumbbells like this, real super fast. I was like, this is not... And the trainer's right there with him. Were you super geeked watching it? I was not super geeked because I was so eh. caught up in this Tom Brady breaking his hand right. sort of uh, story. No, no, no. no. Don't say that. Everybody out there, Tom Brady did not break his hand. Will he, you shut up? He did hit it on a teammate's helmet. Tom Brady's fine. Stop it. Uh, then I like this. Panic in everybody. Blake Bortles yesterday said that one Trent Dilfer 
apologized to him for an interview that Trent Dilfer gave in the 2016 season where he said Blake Bortles was the worst quarterback in the NFL. Well, he might have been statistically. I don't know if he was or he wasn't. But how about if you're if you're Trent Dilfer and you're just throwing, you know, all that stuff out there when people think of Trent Dilfer as the worst quarterback to win a Super Bowl? Right. Now, I'm not saying that's right or wrong, but that is the thought. I uh, covered the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Tampa during the Trent Dilfer era. And I screened phone calls for Sports Talk Tampa Radio, the WFAN of the Tampa area, Jerry. Every day, people called in and wanted the arena football quarterback to take his place. Happened to be Jay Gruden, who's now the uh, coach in Washington. But that's what was going on Trent Dilfer's entire career. So Blake Bortles, again, took the high road. Yeah, he does get paid to give an opinion. Who does? Trent Dilfer. Oh, Trent Dilfer. Yes. And I have heard, I did like Trent Dilfer. And I did, uh, would hear him, like, talking about other quarterbacks. And he would sometimes preface it by saying now i couldn't do these things either but you've got to be able to blah blah blah. sure and again statistically he might be able to back that up but it kind of sucks when you hear that it did suck when you heard that and then uh shack he he has a son jerry Mm -hmm. sharif yeah i don't understand this story all right so go ahead give it and then i'll say you give it why uh sharif o'neill shack's son did not make the mcdonald's all-american high school team which evidently is a big deal for high school players. For yeah, high school players. So he did not make it. LeBron took to Instagram right. with words of encouragement for Sharif O'Neal. Yep, said use this as motivation. Motivation, yes. Jerry. Uh, Matt Barnes, who we know from the NBA, is a bit of a wild man. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, he's great. <laughs> he went all in, uh, is boycotting McDonald's now, although I think just Chicken McNuggets. <laughs> yes. He said because of the snub of Shaq's son, Sharif, to the McDonald's All-American team, he will not be ordering six-piece nuggets for his kids like he normally does. They're out. I like how he tweets at McDonald's shaking his effing head. (laughs) Come on. Do you think there was a meeting at McDonald's, the social media team? It's possible because I'm sure Matt Barnes has thousands upon thousands of followers. So, yeah, maybe. So whoever handles the McDonald's Twitter was like, why is my Twitter blowing up today? Oh, uh, Matt Barnes is uh, threatening to not give his kids McNuggets. I'm into Nuggets, y'all. I'm into Nuggets, y'all. I'm into Nuggets, y'all. I'm into Nuggets, y'all. McNuggets, 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 what is that? That was the song you were playing for me on the ride in. You said <laughs> I was the hot not new single. That, <laughs> that on all the ride in. Here's the weir- here's the weird part about it. Yes, they made it seem like Sharif O'Neal was like the top high school player in the country, and he got snubbed. Snubbed. Everything I read was he was a top thirty, but he wasn't like top twenty where those kids automatically make. Like he was on the borderline. You know, he's a borderline player in how terms about, of the McDonald's All American thing. How about this? Just be thrilled you're Shaq's son. I'm sure doors are opening up left and, and right. have a life of ease. Right. <laughs> you're right. And he'll probably be an NBA player, and he'll yes. make gobs and gobs of money. Doesn't mean you don't have goals, and he failed in his goal. He seems, like, you have goals. Like, what, what have goals, goals did you set at the beginning of the year? To be a National Association of Broadcasters Broadcaster of the Year. Well, that's so not going to happen. I don't get that. 
<laughs> You're going to have a then very this, disappointing 2018. And this would be a bad year. This portion sponsored by the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer. Still taking your child's temperature the way it was done decades ago. Upgrade to the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer. The Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer available at fine retailers everywhere. More to do, including uh, Greg at the top on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Alan Jerry on the warm-up show. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. The superheroes of building products. This portion is sponsored by Credit Karma. Knicks lost in Memphis last night. Nets lost at home to the Spurs. We'll get into it in just a couple of moments. This portion brought to you by Credit Karma. Get your truly free credit score and free credit monitoring from Credit Karma. Download the Credit Karma app today. Credit Karma, get knowing. Got about a minute and a half, Al. Go. All right, Jerry. uh, Roger Goodell, once again, not going to New England. He's going to go to the game in Philadelphia. Aren't we beyond this? Nope. He's been to New England already. I'm not beyond it. Why? I'm hoping he shows up in a German Shepherd mask. I think it's great. (laughs) That That would would be be, great. That would be something. Go up to the box. He's in his suit. I almost went to Party City yesterday to see if they had the dog masks. Really? But I simply didn't have time. Maybe I'll I'll stop by today. Party City? Will you wear a German Shepherd mask for four hours tomorrow morning on the show if I can get one? Absolutely. You will. You'll be in the control room with the German Shepherd mask on. And you can only to, take it off to eat your stupid uh, wasa bread and peanut butter. And uh, to, when I scream <laughs> the, the terrible phone calls, I would also have to take Why? it off. There's a hole for your mouth. Yeah, but it would sound like what all the callers sound like when they call me. I talk to GOR. Like I can't hear you. Right, and then what's off. the point? If you're going to take the mask off to answer calls, <laughs> you're never going to have the mask on. Well, once I get the full boatload of calls ready to go, Jerry, mask goes back on, the dog mask. We'll work on that. I might stop by Party City today. All right. And then do you believe Sandy Alderson when he says, Jerry, that there's room for it? Yes, I do. Significant. I do. And here's what I don't understand. Significant contract. Yes, here's the contract you give out. Eduardo Nunez. I've been saying it for three months. That is the guy. He is the absolute perfect fit, and I don't know why it's not done yet. Let's go. You're a Met fan. I am a Mets fan, Jerry. Do you want Todd Frazier here and his 4,000 strikeouts and his 200 batting average? Yeah, I like Todd Frazier. Mm. He has that whole thumbs I, down thing, on Jerry. A, on a good team, yes. I don't know that it fits with the Mets. Oh. Now, will you take credit if the Mets do sign Nunez? Nooney. Of Nunez. course. You will. The NFL I had that.